Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sleevers Podcast, Tuesday, February 13th. Good morning. Uh, this is about hour six of Carter and I on a Zoom call with each other because we had to do yesterday's episode, then some previews, now into this episode, and uh, we both like to dilly-dally a little bit. Sometimes we leave and we're like, oh, be back on in 15, and then two hours later we're back on. You have now put a wife beater on along with a Detroit Lions beanie and a winter coat. What's going on with this? I mean, you know what they say, Gregory. It's it's a cold world out there. You got to make sure you bundle up, all right? So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm bundling up because it is a cold world out there. At any time, anyone can just look up my name and throw two underscores at the end and tweet that I shouldn't be here anymore. That can happen at any time. So it's a cold world, man. You got to bundle up. You know what I'm saying? It's brick outside. You just, before I clicked record, said, I'm doing this episode in a beater, and now you've put the coat back on. Okay, you know what? We need to discuss our behind-the-scenes conversations because they get brought to the light in the episode. I want the stuff behind the curtain to stay behind the curtain. Well, why would you tell me you're going to wear a beater and then immediately not wear the beater? Uh, To keep you on your toes? My toes are cold for the record, and I'm sitting here watching you in a winter coat while I'm, like, shivering. Do you have socks on? One pair. (laughs) You know what would help? Put on another pair, or you had some slippers on. Oh my god, it's sometimes it's really hard when you're right because you do it in such a funny way that it's just it's sometimes very difficult for me. Do you think that what you're wearing should still be referred to as a wife beater? By the way, like, do you think in in 2024 is that acceptable? Uh, I call it a white beater. A white beater. Yeah. Or a tank. That I mean, that makes me afraid. You should be afraid. I just we. I don't want to beat anybody. I don't want anybody I, getting. I don't, I, I don't want to be anybody either. But I I'd rather call it a white beater than a wife beater. Because you're okay with beating the whites. Not necessarily. I like beating egg whites. I guess that's good. All yeah. right. Well, should we move on to the YouTube comment Bru- of the day? You bruise easily. Do I? <laughs> What type of question is that, man? <laughs> I just, I just, just quick, quick. Just a, that's that's a friend comment. I just want to know if you bruise easily. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just wondering. I'm incredibly pale, so I think like when I do get bruised, the bruises look worse than they would on a normal human. But yeah, I no, don't. No, it's not. It's not even that. It's just the actual like. Some people bruise super easy. Like if you bumped into like, I'm trying to think. My mom. If she bumps into a table, you would have think she got shot with a pellet gun. Like she's yeah. internal bleeding type things. Got it. Yeah, I, I would not say I bruise easily, but that's largely because I don't bump into things. You're too agile for that? I wouldn't say agile. I think I have good awareness. Um, 
I will say this is a knock on wood moment, but uh, a very ongoing conversation that is one of my strengths that I always have with my wife is that, you know, like sometimes you'll roll an ankle or twist an ankle or something. Yeah. There's been plenty of times where like that shit should just be broken for me. Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, you, I really hope you didn't knock on wood for that. Unbreak. I've never broken a bone cart. I've never broken a bone either. Look at us. Yeah. I've definitely sprained hella ankles. I got Steph Curry ankles. Like I'm one of those people that if you're on a walk with me and I get on a curb that's like one inch lower than the other part of the curb, there's a good chance I'm I'm out of commission for a week. So I'm spraining my ankle. Yeah. You're not going to see that happen to me. Like I just have elastic ankles. Not going to happen. That's a good, that's a good trait. Yeah. You want to go to our YouTube comment today? I do. As a matter of fact, let me go ahead and pull that up real quickly right now. Let's see. Let's see what we can get here. Once again, shout out to everybody in the YouTube comments. Um, we appreciate everything good and or bad. And I'm one of those YouTubers, I guess you could call it, that reads every single comment. So I'm going to do that. Do you consider yourself uh, a YouTuber? Isn't anyone that posts on YouTube a YouTuber? Well, I think it depends on your definition. I don't know. I've never considered myself a YouTuber. Maybe I need to. Yeah, I guess I consider myself a podcaster more than a YouTuber. Hmm. Sorry, let me. <laughs> I gotta get through all these like takes of Boilermaker fans mad at us because of what we said about, you know, uh, the three point celebration. Uh, please, golly, Boilermakers are just in here. Okay, how about this one? Because I think this needs to be addressed. This comes from user JL9LB7HL3G dash. Uh, just curious, do you guys want to be a comedy show or informative? I like your content for alerting people to the bad attitude of Miles Colvin and telling users about actual details of the charge of Illinois players, but the constant weed references throughout the entire recap make it seem like you want to be a comedy act. A little fun at the beginning or the end is totally okay, but throughout the entire recap is completely excessive. Am I going first? I get yeah. Can you yeah? Can you go first? Yeah, uh, I'll I'll speak on behalf of Carter, and then he can chime in. We want to be ourselves. That's all we're going to be. Uh, we are humans that engage comedically on a day to day with each other offline at all times. Uh, we are friends, and friends normally have comedic banter. I would say uh, this is a pseudo job for us, but. It's also not like this is like the part of the day that we spend that we're going to enjoy before we go back to go do other things that are much less fun in our day. And I like to think that people enjoy that side of it. You can listen to us and just laugh a little bit and enjoy. Do we set out to tell jokes? Is this like a stand up routine and recap form? No, but we're going to talk the way we would talk even if cameras weren't rolling, which is exactly what you see or hear every time that you watch or listen to us. So if it's not your cup of tea, I understand that. There are plenty of things you can watch that you should watch if you're a college basketball fan uh, that have a much less comedic tone than ours. That's totally fine. I listen to those and I enjoy them. But um, I don't think we are a comedy show. I By like category, we're a college basketball show, but – we're, we're just us. That's all it is. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to apologize for being funny. It's just, it's within me. It's what I do. I bring laughter. I bring joy. And to be honest, I didn't really think we were, I mean, we were obviously making little shots, but it was, it's, it's, it's a funny situation. I don't think, 
I think people think we're making fun of it when we really just think it's funny. So I guess if you don't think that's funny, like Greg said, this college basketball space is like those nice new pop machines with the touch screens with many of options, right? I don't know what drink we are. I'm just going to call us the Seagram's ginger ale drink. Many different flavors, many different everything. I hate that. I hate ginger ale. I loved what you hate ginger ale. Yeah, I don't. That's for another day. Oh man. But what I was trying to say is there's other options on there that I'm not saying are better or worse than us, but if you want to like tap into the power raids or the Fanta's and not the Fanta beverages, not John Fanta for those wondering, go ahead and tap into those. Like that's, that's your provocative. Yeah. No, no hard feelings. I appreciate that question, but yeah, there's no like conscious, like we're a comedy show. I think I said we're a comedy show last week though. I think you would be an amazing stand-up comedian. That is a bucket list. I, I have a list of like 20 yeah. things I want to do before I die and do a stand-up routine once is one of them. So conversation for another time, but we do have a improv place down the street that me and my wife go to a lot that I enjoy very, very greatly. Cheap drinks, funny stuff. It's, it's a great environment. Every time we leave that, I kid you not, Meg has said to me, Greg would be great at this improv comedy. Lily has said that multiple times. I love that. That makes me very happy. Shout out Queen Meg. Uh, yeah, I, I literally have a notepad on my phone of 20 things I want to do before I die, bucket list type thing. And uh, yeah, just do a stand-up routine once is one of them. I actually, I'm not gonna lie, I have like a couple jokes that I've written quietly through the years that nobody's ever heard and nobody will hear until I do it. I just got to save them. But... Can I be there when you do it? Yeah, of course. We'd love that. Honestly, it'd be good content if we filmed it. So yeah, maybe maybe we could do it for a halftime show of the Illinois game coming up. Like I don't know. I don't I don't know if they got anything planned, but <laughs> today's halftime entertainment is sleepers media doing stand-up. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that would uh, that be hilarious. It, no, it would be maybe we could find like a comedy place somewhere in Illinois though. That'd be fun. Do it like after the game. Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> maybe. Except it's Monday night, so I don't think that's a thing in Champaign, Illinois. Damn. All right. Uh, we have no other comments in the Discord, by the way, because we basically are doing our episodes back to back, like I said. Um, so since there's nothing new to respond to from the Discord card, I'd like to open it up to ourselves and ask each other three questions that we've wanted to ask each other. So do you have anything you'd like to ask me? Hmm. How many total hats do you think you own? By about 25. 25? Okay. I just, I just always wondered that. Yeah. Are you conscious of your hat choice when we record? Because I very much am. I am, yeah. Are you conscious of your outfit choices as well? Like you don't want to like double up or like you're wearing the same thing every single time? I am, but I think I, I'm less conscious of both of those elements than you are because uh, there's just less time in the day for me to focus on what I'm wearing and looking like with parenthood at home. So right. I, gotta, uh, I mean, and it's working though because she was fitted this AM. She, yeah, that's shout out wife. Wife always plans her outfits. Yeah, that was a that was a fit and a half. Thank you, thank you. I'm, I'm in on that. Uh, I think that's three questions I just asked. I think those are the only ones. Oh, um, last one. Any golf coming up? Because the weather's kind of breaking in Michigan a little bit. Any golf? I would, I would love to golf. I don't have any plans to. Uh, historically, I've not golfed until college basketball season ends, and then I look forward to that first golf when the season ends. But yeah, right. any, any golf goals for the summer? I would love to hmm. – I want to shoot exactly 80 once. Exactly 80? Exactly 80. Okay. Or, or better. But I, if I shoot an 80, I'd be ecstatic. My career best was 81. Love that. Do you have a chance to get 80 on the last hole? Not really, no. 
Okay, it was out, it was out of question. It was like like I was chipping off the green for eighty. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's one of the questions I got for you. Got up and down though for eighty one. That felt good. Uh, all right. My questions for you. Um, would you rather have ten French bulldogs in your household or have five children, human children? Five human children. Any elaboration? I think that they can eventually contribute while all 10 French Bulldogs will forever have had their weight need to be pulled. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good answer. Um, okay. Question number two for me, what's your favorite and least favorite day of the week? My favorite day of the week. Uh, honestly, my favorite day of the week is Sunday. I love Sundays. Sundays are underrated. I enjoy Sundays, enjoying Sundays. My least favorite day of the week is Thursdays. Hmm. I just hate their 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 tease to Fridays. And I know people get excited for Thursdays. I, I don't. I'm like, damn, it's not Friday, but it should be. Hmm. Good answer. I like that. Um, okay, my final question would be, if you were not a podcaster and or your actual job in real life, what would you think you would be doing? Hmm. It would either, it would either be not an assistant coach, but I would be on a staff, maybe like a player development role or something or player player engagement i don't know something like that just not a coach though but on the bench part of the program and then second to that i think i would be a dj <laughs> it's such a different thing than being on a staff you would be a great dj though yeah i think i could do that i think i'm pretty good at like catching the vibe knowing different vibes are around Maybe playing some Luke Combs here or there. There is truly not uh, a more Oxcord friendly person than you. Yeah, I try to do my best. Yeah, versatile. Yeah. All right. Big, big chameleon. All right. Uh, shout out to us for that. That was fun. I enjoyed that. Maybe we'll work that back into the rotation. If you want to join the Discord and actually ask us real questions that we'll answer on tomorrow's episode, you can do so. Link in the description of every video we do. It's also in our Twitter bio if that's easier. Uh, you don't have to join, but you're welcome to. Can I can I do a bonus question? Please, quick one. Yeah, yeah. All right. What's what's the best way to support sleepers? Oh, join the Discord. Just so you know, that that's the best. If if you're ever wondering how you want to support these two goofballs right here, that's the best way. Or also take advantage of BetUS uh 125% deposit match. That's where awesome. we place all our bets also. Also great, right? Yeah, also great. Okay, to the show today, uh, three fun topics, I think. I don't know. Maybe they're not fun. I'm pretty tired, honestly. You and I are, are – six hours is way too many hours to be doing this together. Uh, first topic today, 
<sighs> is anyone good? Is anyone good <laughs> in college basketball? Truly. Uh, let me let me set the table here. Last year, I think all season long, we thought there were two elite basketball teams. We thought those teams were Purdue and Alabama. You can retroactively go back and say UConn's great, but I think all all season long it was like Alabama and Purdue. Who should be number one? One of the two. And then, like some people thought Houston was good, some people thought Kansas was good. Those teams ended up getting one seeds. I don't think it was ever like we were wowed by the special nature of those teams. It was Purdue and Alabama season. Well, you got to the Sweet Sixteen, and Alabama lost to San Diego State, and Purdue didn't even get there. And then all of a sudden, everything was wide open. We're looking around like, who the hell is actually going to make the Final Four? In hindsight, I think those teams were good, not great, Purdue and Alabama. And I don't think anybody else was actually that good. It was just a mess. Like, you can go through the other top teams. Of of course, there are good basketball teams, but nobody's that good. There's nobody memorable. It's just a wide-open year that results in crazy March runs from Florida Atlantic and San Diego State and Miami, who was like sixth in the ACC. And uh, ultimately UConn, who honestly really struggled in Big East play anyway before turning it back on. So that was last year. We all kind of hoped this year would be different. We thought the Blue Bloods would jump around and be better, take leaps forward. Duke was preseason top five. They fell out. Kansas was preseason top five. They fell out. Michigan State was preseason top five. They fell out. Maybe those teams can still make runs at the end of the year. Maybe they can't. We don't know. We have Houston. We have Purdue. We have UConn at the top. I think you could even put Arizona in that group of four. Outside of that group of four, I don't know if anybody's good, man. I don't know if Auburn's good. I don't know if Alabama's good. They just got smoked by Auburn. I don't know if Tennessee's good. They just got smoked by Texas A&M. I think North Carolina's good. I think Iowa State's good, but I would be shocked if either of those teams end up losing in the first. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Round, I think Marquette's good, but a lot of that's because they're beating up on nobodies in the Big East. Everybody else has huge holes. Like Illinois has huge holes. Duke has huge holes. Kansas has huge holes. Michigan State has huge holes. Baylor has huge holes. I don't know if anybody's good. Is anybody good? Uh, can we re- can we name this theory the rice theory? Like yes. we put in rice. This is the rice theory. And my my thought process is that the rice theory will end once this COVID year stuff clears up a little bit. And maybe we start seeing you know, the non 25 year olds, you know, teams that are, I don't, I don't really know. I still feel that UConn this year and Purdue are just like actually a step above everybody else and really, really good. Like those are really, really good basketball teams with like, I don't even know if I can really point to holes with those two basketball teams. I mean, you can like based off previous years, but if you're just looking at like this season in a, in a microcosm, like whatever phrase you, it's supposed to be said, whoever's going to correct me, those are two really good basketball teams. Outside of that, everybody does have holes, but to be devil or to play devil devil's advocate here, G, isn't that just college basketball? Like, don't teams just have holes? In this era, they do. Okay, that's not not in the not not in the previous one. Not in the no. era. 
No. What what holes did Gonzaga and Baylor have? They didn't. What holes did Jalen Suggs and Chet Holmgren and Drew Timmy all on the same court together with Corey Kispert and Joel Ayai have? What holes did a Baylor team with three NBA guards have? It was two. I get it. Masioti wasn't that good. But, like, come on. Like, there's been great college basketball teams a bunch of seasons. A bunch of seasons. I think there was pretty much a great college basketball team every year from 2008, 2009 onward. Like, go back to those Florida teams. And then Mario Chalmers' Kansas team was loaded. Um, Into, like, like, yeah, we had the weird year with UConn and Butler. That was a gross year. We had the one year with UConn and Kentucky. Basically, anywhere UConn wins it means the sport's cooked, right? That's what happens. <laughs> um, I, but, like, this year to me, it's it's UConn and Purdue, and that's it, right? Like, I don't trust Houston like that. You're trying to talk me back into Arizona. I'll listen. Like, I, I was impressed they beat Colorado and Utah. Let me say that one again out loud. Colorado and Utah was really impressive from them. Um, like, there's no threat to them in the Pac-12. UCLA's playing better, but they've been horrible. So, I just don't know. It's like a bunch of teams I want to be great. I want Tennessee to be great, but they're not. I want North Carolina to be great, but they hate each other. I want – I don't want Marquette to be great, but they they could be great. Like, UConn's going to win it. Isn't that the takeaway here? <laughs> or Purdue. But that's like if the two teams that are quote unquote great, one of them has like a huge March issue. Does that mean they're great? Yes, it does mean they're great. So one's just great with a March issue. Okay. So we, we have two great teams. We do you truly believe they're great, not good. You think they're great, Purdue and yeah. UConn. I think we have two great teams. We could also end up in a world where there are no great teams in the final four. Is this year's UConn team better than last year's UConn team? They're not. I'll answer that for you. Jordan Hawkins and Adama Sanogo are gone. They're not. Okay. Yeah, I get. It. I was out. I, I was. I was gonna go spin zone on there. Cam Spencer's been really good. Yeah, he ain't Jordan Hawkins. And Klingon is absolutely not Sanogo. That's true. And you had Klingon next to Sanogo last year. Like, and and we haven't even uh, mentioned Jackson. Like. Oh yeah. True. Okay. Yeah. My my pop. Yes. Easily UConn's last year team. <laughs> yeah, and Purdue's better this year than last year. Yes. But so do we have one great team and the one great team has March issues or are you still saying UConn's a great team? I think we have one great team. It's Purdue and they have serious March issues. I think UConn is a good team who looks great because the big East is fraudulent. I think they haven't played Marquette and everybody else is nowhere near as good as we thought they were supposed to be. Uh, I think Houston's good. I think Arizona's good. I think, a couple other teams in like North Carolina, Iowa State, Tennessee are good. That's it. When when all you have is a bunch of like maybe good teams, like get yourselves ready. Get the get the rice memes out because we are. I promise you, the NCAA tournament's going to lead to just like chaotic results again. Right, and that's not fun. It's oh. it is a, a little chaos is fun. Also, want to see good teams. I still think this has to do with the COVID thing. Also, I talked about it in another video, but I still think it's like a bunch of old dudes that have ruined this sport that need to go get jobs, go find. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not the co it's, it's the COVID era, but it's all, it's the rice era. The rice it needs to be put in rice. And also like 90% of the elite coaches left the sport talking about that too. Like 
We got Bill Self. We got Cal. Cal's own fans want him fired. And then we got a bunch of dudes who have never won shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, it's for real, man. I I know. It's it's setting into me. That's the thing. Like, it's it's dawning on me that, damn. We're in a world where Matt Painter is probably, like, the third best coach in the sport. No Final Fours. (laughs) It's just crazy to me. It's insane. So, Okay. You feel good about my answer? Those there's there's good teams and there's two great teams. That's what you're officially going on record with. Can there be something between good and great that I can put Arizona and UNC in? What would you call it? A gooder, good plus. Good plus. You can call them good plus. Okay, I want those two teams good plus. So you have great UConn, Purdue, good plus, Arizona, UNC. And then some good teams. I think we need to officially do a tier maker. Uh, guy, if you're listening to this, Sleepers Guy, we need we need official tiers leading into the NCAA tournament of do we think you're good or not. And I want to start at the top, and I want to get very granular. Like, I want, I want elite teams, none. Great teams, none. Great with March issues, Purdue. Think they're good, UConn. Think they're maybe good like the other 90 teams that are in and out of the top 25 and then work our way down to Doug McDaniel. Yeah. Next episode, I might bring a rice cooker and 25 cutouts of each team in the top 25. And we're going to decide whether they need to be dipped in the rice or not. If we do get to the final four this year and like the sixth place team in the ACC is there, I quit. I'm going to pawn my credential. It's not worth it to do this anymore if, like, Clemson's in the national title game. Very true. I don't want to see that. I do love P.J. Hall. No, I don't want to see that. No, 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 no. It might happen. Uh, okay, next topic today. I want to play in or out. Uh, I got bracket matrix up. I want to go through the 11 seeds into the 12 seeds that aren't automatic qualifiers into the first four or five at-larges here. I want you to tell me, in or out, will they make the NCAA tournament? We are not bracketologists. It's a caveat. Carter's answers to this are probably not going to include any sort of analytical sense whatsoever. Uh, I want just a, what do you feel in your bones? Is this team an NCAA tournament team or not? Yes or no? There's nothing I love more than getting hit with analytics and making myself known as a, he nice, he got that dog in him watcher. Exactly that. Uh, Okay. You know what? Let's extend this a little bit. Let's start. I'm going to start on the nine line because there's some teams relevant to us and then we'll work down. This is bracket matrix. So it's bracket matrix is consensus bracket as of today, Monday, February 12th, when we're recording this. Texas, are they in or out from the NCAA tournament? In. I agree they're in. Northwestern, in and out. I'm going to say out. You think they collapse like that? I think if Ty Berry's out for an extended period of time, they could. it could get bad. They gutted out the Penn State win. I still think they will. Barnheiser's good enough. They definitely need a fully healthy Ty Berry, but I think Boo's good enough to get them there. Yeah, I'm good good with that. They have some great wins, too. Like I think a a win over Purdue is going to matter when you get to bubble time. Uh, Michigan State, in or out? Uh, In. Yeah, in, no question, they're in. Virginia, in or out? In. In. To the 10 seeds, uh, one of these is an automatic qualifier. That's Indiana State, so no answer. Ole Miss and Redacted. Out. 
They've lost two straight. They're kind of trending in the wrong direction. Yeah, they're not trending good. I don't like the vibes around that team right now. I think I'm going to go out, too. And I think Beard maybe has half of an eye on. Is anywhere else in the SEC going to open up? I think he might have have a grip on another job. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Texas A&M, in or out? In. I would have said out a week ago, but I was so impressed by what they did to Tennessee. I think they're in. Same. Yeah, it's a fun team. Nebraska in or out? Man, I'm going to say in, but I think that's showing my Nebraska ball bias right now. They, they've had some bad showings on the road. Yeah, I'm going to go out. I think in general, these Big Ten bubble teams can get hurt down the stretch, like if they have a bad loss or two. Like in other conferences, like the SEC and the Big 12 teams, you have opportunities to improve your resume. Nebraska doesn't. They just have like, are you going to kill your resume? I think they are more likely to lose one or two of those than Northwestern and Michigan State is. So I'm going to say out. They will fall out. Butler, in or out? In. I hope they're in. I agree. They're they're in because they got got a win coming up in the next two games, and that's going to get them in. Yeah, they need one of these next two, I think. This is uh, the 11 seeds, by the way. Butler was the first. Washington State. So the streets are telling me that Washington State should be in, but I'm saying saying out. I just think the Pac-12 stinks. Yeah, this is a sleepers hashtag vibes. Are they a tournament team or not? Even if they make the tournament, they're not a tournament team to me. That's I don't trust the team at all. If they make it, I couldn't pick against them fast enough. Same. Mississippi State. Ooh. They got a little bit of Ole Miss in them as far as, to me, they're not trending in the right direction. I'm going to say out. I think one of the next two from the SEC gets in, and because I think the next team gets in, I think Mississippi State is out. Florida. See, I think Florida's in. I think Florida's in too, but I'm upset with myself for for that. Isn't isn't Florida in fairly easily in your mind? Yeah, I think they're on the cut line right now. But um, like the the Kentucky win they had looks worse and worse now. They kind of needed Kentucky to keep looking good. Yeah, true. The but, Auburn, the Auburn one was impressive. That was very impressive. It's a win-win for me. Either Florida is in and I'm right, or Florida's out and I get to laugh at Todd Golden. Either but one I'm happy at with. At the same time, is that Auburn win really that great? Like, Auburn's bad on the road. They just get smacked by everybody. Car, nobody's good in the sport. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, nobody's good. No, no wins are impressive except for beating Purdue before March. Uh, St. John's. Ricky P. Uh I think I think Ricky P might get a legacy in on this one. And they're gonna find a way to get St. John's in. Oh I thought you I thought you meant a legacy as in like Ricky P legacy moment to get them there. No, like like uh what's what's like the the non family version of nepotism? Like give it to him because he's Ricky P. Like the year Izzo made it with fourteen losses? Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, I mean it's like it's like white privilege, but with coaches. Like the People's Choice Award. Like, just thank you for being here. Yeah. I think St. John's is out. I don't think that team's good. I don't really know how they're close to the cut line right now. But um, you're going to get to Mart Like, it's resume time, and it's like Team A, Team B, which one should be in? And you're going to look at St. John's and be like, well, they lost to Michigan. <laughs> like, that's a huge issue on their resume, for real. Uh, two 12 seeds here. Cincinnati. Out. I think they might stumble their way. 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And because everybody thinks the Big 12 is really good, mm. if they win a couple of these at home, I can see it. I'm going to go in for Cincinnati. Seton Hall, last team on the cut line right now. In because they got dogs, they're gonna find a way in. Yeah, I'm going into they need Kadari Richmond healthy. I did uh for Action Network, we did like buy or sell bubble teams this morning, and Seton Hall was my buy team because their issues they've lost three of five. Kadari Richmond just hasn't been healthy, they need him healthy, and if he's healthy, they're a much better competitive team. So, I'm gonna bank on that happening, even if he's not healthy, I would put a small sprinkle on this back this team back against the wall dog mentality like they win the big east tournament to get in. I 100% can see it. Kadari's that good. I think he is uh the second best guard in the conference. Gregory. On, on any given night, he's the best guard in the conference though. Gregory, any given night, any given uh, night. I, you're talking about the lights of like Colic, Tristan Newton, Hassel, Spencer, like Oh yeah, no, he's better Kadari's better than all those guys that aren't Kolik for like actually. Not wow. even not bitwise. Yeah. Wow. Okay. If you put if you put Kadari immediately into Tristan Newton's shoes, UConn gets better. Well, I don't know. Newton's Newton's a big game guy. Like he's the shots and everything. I don't know. Newton's been horrendous in conference play. Like yeah, he kind of has true. That like, is true. Horrid, horrid. Yeah, that's true. Okay. I mean, I guess it's not the worst. Okay. Uh, I'll go a couple teams on the cut line that I want to ask you about. These are all currently projected out by the bracket matrix. Providence? I think Providence gets in. I'm going to go out. I don't trust them. Injury issues everywhere with that team. Um, They're just really good at home, and that's it. And That doesn't mean that much to me anymore. Nevada? Out. I think Nevada's in. I hate that they're in. I like Blackshear. I think he's good. I do too, but I don't like Nevada. How many wins is the Mountain West going to get when they get there? How many what? How many wins in the NCAA tournament is the Mountain West going to get as a conference when they get there? Like San Diego State made a run last year, but like there's a lot of teams that can make a run this year. It does, but for some reason, there's way too much Mountain West. Like, is this conference even as good as the Mountain West? And like, it strikes me as a year where they get a good amount of teams in but none of them win a game. And then we all have a discussion like, Oh wow. We had that, we had that mountain West fun time, but like no one gets a win. I'm not sure how many teams get in, but I would take if the over under was set at two and a half, I would take the under. Wow. I think that's crazy. Um, so the whole theory that the college basketball as a sport is, uh, is cooked and needs to be put in rice hinges on the mountain West winning games in March. Okay. So, so the up the theory, they got to win. Well, like somebody, somebody who's not good has to do something good in order to point out that this is horrible. So the the not good teams could be the Big Ten teams that make runs, not the. It could be. It, we could get a bunch of Big Ten. We could get Nebraska, Northwestern, and Michigan State all in the Elite Eight this year, and it's not going to be like, wow, the Big Ten was really strong. <laughs> like, <laughs> the sport was cooked. Uh, okay, 
A couple quick ones. Memphis, in or out? Out. Out there in free fall. Gonzaga? In. I think Gonzaga's going to miss it because they're going to lose to St. Mary's again. So I think St. Mary's is going to make it in at large, obviously. And I think that uh, Gonzaga is going to find a way to win the, the 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 WCC title game, no matter what, is the Gonzaga Invitational. It is. Still don't trust this team. Like, okay, you hung 80-something on Kentucky and Rupp. It's Kentucky. Like, everyone, everyone, everyone's doing that nowadays. That wasn't, and by the way, in the middle of that, you scored, there were only four stops for the Kentucky defense in the final 12 minutes of the game, and Kentucky still had a chance to win the game. That's not ominous at all. Like, what? Crazy. Uh, final one, Wake Forest, in or out? In. I want them in. They need to beat somebody. They're at Duke tonight. Like, that would be huge. Please get in. I'm going to go in, but that would buck the Steve Forbes history trends. That might be your next head ball coach. Yeah, let's let him make the tournament once before we go there. But maybe. Okay, fun game of in or out. Yay. Uh, You also, I want to give you huge credit. Commendable job. I thought for sure you were either going to have just like everyone in or everyone out and have it be mathematically impossible. You didn't really do that. Thank you. That's a win. Final topic today. Want to play one more fun game. Would you fire them? It's exactly what it is. Would you fire them? If you were the athletic director at these seven programs, I want you to tell me, would you fire them? And I want you to tell me what you would say to them in your exit interview when you call this person in. Okay. Can I ask for a quick guidelines thing on this? Am I, is this just a one-off situation? Am I looking at the coach's pool for who I can bring in? Like, is, 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 are there other factors in this? Or is it just straight up this season, you haven't got it done, you're out? There is all the factors. You are you are the athletic director at this program. You could you could have dirty motivations here. You could be like having boosters like feed your pockets and want someone out. Boosters could want someone in. You could cut a deal with someone that you did a deal with the devil with 10 years ago that you owe them. Uh, you can tell me whatever backstory you want. I just want you to put your your head mentally in the shoes of it's the season and review meeting that's what it is so seven coaches you're the athletic director you tell me what you'd say are they fired are they not and what you would say first indiana and you're bringing in mike woodson mike go go actually i call him woody because he's my guy woody uh tough season obviously um maybe some mistakes made here or there some adjustments need to be made um gonna keep you on i'm gonna keep you i think you have you have a large nil backing i think that you have shown that you can do things with good players i i lean on what you did with the jalen hushafino and the trace jackson davis i think you deserve credit for that when you don't get it um yeah sorry i gotta call hello hey hey yeah it's dusty you told me to call you Sorry, Dustin, I'm a little busy right now. What's going on? I'll call you back, all right? Well, I'm going to get the job, right? All right, Dusty, I'll call you back. Sorry, uh, roofing guy at my house. Yeah, Wood, I think we want to keep you on. <laughs> that was a fun little bit there. Pause, um, by the way. 
I uh, I can't believe you're not firing Mike Woodson. I'm not. I'm not because next year I'm gonna have McNeely. I'm gonna get Trey Galloway back. I think I'm gonna get Renew back. We think that's a good team. <laughs> Hear me out here. This this Indiana has a chance. Indiana is the real sleeping giant. I think in the NIL era, like you, if you play it correctly, it's unlimited Bloomington Bucks available you just got to get the right pieces and you can I'm, I'm talking about starters so they need to go get two stars like if they i mean like i'm I'm trying to think who the best available are like cam spencer from this year and harrison like, ingram i'm just thinking like if someone asked me what my nil or what my portal strategy is it's it's going to the end of the season awards and everyone who won the award, that's my first call. I'm calling the Koozie Award winner. I'm calling the Jerry West Award winner. I'm calling the Julius Irving. I'm calling the Carl Mo- Actually, I'm not calling the Carl Malone for reasons I can't speak about. But I'm calling all the other ones, and I'm getting those good players. I think they can do it. They did almost get Dalton Connect. Yeah, like, they can, they can do it. How different does shit look for Indiana right now if Connect's on that team? I, I mean, it, it makes it, like, instead of Dalton Connect, you got Gabe Cups. <laughs> Connect would be insane at Indiana too. He'd probably score like 35 a game because they would need him to. 100%. Yeah. Um, okay. I actually like the thought process there. I'm shocked you did not fire Mike Woodson, but I like the thought process there. Next one, Juwan Howard. All right. After I dodge that first punch, he throws. Uh, Juwan, I recognize everything that you've done for this for this university. Uh, both in your early days and as as of recently, Big Ten championship. There's a banner in Chrysler that you are responsible for. I can't ignore the off the court physical altercations. I can't ignore the fact that you didn't send our point guard to study hall. I can't ignore the fact that you say you're going to play walk ons and then you don't play walk ons and go on the road and lose at 30s to Nebraska. Uh, I just think it's time for a split. I think you just need to go and go and be a father. Uh, the outlook of the program is not looking that great. Love Kahani Roos, but who knows what that's going to be looking like next to whoever you have next season. I just think it's time to move on, Juwan, for both of us. So I thank you for your services. Uh, but, yes, clean out your locker. I think you are way too comfortable firing people. Like, do you fire people in real life? I've only fired, like, three people, I think. I've never fired someone. It's awful feeling. Yeah. The hmm. worst. You seem comfortable. With it. It's a fake firing. If it was real, I'd be sweating, stuttering, probably promote them. I'm just not cut like that. One of my goals, I think, is to have you fire me from sleepers at some point. Not for like a couple years, but I'd like to get to a point where like I do something so wrong that you just have to let me know that you can you can you okay, can you not do that? Cause I think you would really test that theory. Like you would actually go out of your way to say, like, what can I do to be like, I want I want Carter to try to fire me. I don't want you to fire me, but it's like a lifelong, like it would be, if we're going to end this, have you ever thought about how sleepers is going to end? Like there will at some point be a way it ends. And I'd rather have it be like the most entertaining way instead of just, we got sick of it. I, I've the times that I have envisioned it and it's not a lot, but obviously you got to think about how it ends. I think it, I think it ends in like the same fashion that like a Titus and Tate ended. Like, I feel like that's how we end. Yeah. I don't think so though. I don't think so. I mean, maybe, but like, Titus kind of burned Tate from all that I know about it. I don't, even if one of us got an opportunity, I don't think we would burn each other that way. Yeah, no, I don't want to burn. I don't want to burn. I don't want to be burned, but I do want to be fired. 
I mean, do you? I'll fire you right now. Well, I want to deserve it though. I don't feel like I've gotten my my earnings yet. Okay. All right. Well, we'll work on that. Give me a couple of years. Okay. Would you fire uh, Chris Holtman? Yes. Well, are, are we not doing the role play anymore? Oh, sorry. Holdy. Yeah. Close that door behind you. Uh, <laughs> why do I always say close the door behind you? Why do I have a door? Uh, <laughs> You're right. You are really bad. at <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Holt, you stink, man. You stink. <laughs> Um, you stink. Um, I gave you another year to show that you did. You might not stink. You got better freshmen. You got better players. You got rid of the so-called problem. Uh, hi, it's me. You're the problem. Shout out to T Swift. Uh, sorry, Holtley. Uh, we got to move on. Yeah, you have to. That's one of those ones. It's not even about like, what do you have coming back? It's just, this is over. But lucky for you, because I like you, Holt. I mean, you're well-dressed. You're good with Jeff Goodman. You're good with me. Um, we actually did. We actually did a cash consideration coaches trade with you. Uh, you have a job at Butler, and we're taking Thad. So, uh, best of luck to you in the Big East. It's incredibly nice, actually. Shout out to Ohio State. Okay, uh, let's fly out west. You are UCLA's athletic director, and it's Mick Cronin. Oh, uh, let me get a little booster seat for you. Take a seat there, Crow. Um, look. <laughs> Now, don't yell at me. Don't yell, I know. Let's let cooler heads prevail here, even though I have hair on my head. Um, I, I just have noticed this season you've been out the door on me. Um, and out the door in every regard, on the floor, uh, out the door in the weight room, out the door in the coach's office. I just think that you think there's greener pastures on the other coasts. And I want you to go explore those, those coasts. And I'm going to give you the go-ahead to go do that. Um, and there's also no return when you figure out those coasts aren't better and that it doesn't get better than the UCLA and the baby blue. But if you want to go explore those other options, I'm going to let you go do that, Crow. You do that. And I hope it works out well for you. At the same time, I hope it doesn't because you're taking us for granted. I'm confused. Did he just get fired? Yes, he's fired. <laughs> you you made it seem like it was up to him. Oh, uh, no, no, you're fired. I thought that was an intimidation tactic. No, my bad, my bad. My, if I, uh, Crow, you're gone. <laughs> uh, that one surprises me. I think a lot of people would be surprised if UCLA actually fired him. I think people expect Mick is looking to leave, but I honestly would respect the UCLA athletic department if they did the move you just did. If like you think something's better, nothing's better than UCLA. We're UCLA. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, I. I like we love you. You got us to places. Like you got us final fours, but at the same time, we're UCLA. I'd rather coach at UCLA than Louisville, by the way. Me too. Yeah. I'm shocked. Like, this is like a career pinnacle job, Mick. I don't get it. Um, okay. Memphis, Penny Hardaway. Sorry, I'm waiting for him to come in. Ah, my boy, one cent. Take a seat. Um, close the door behind you. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Let me get out the same speech I said to Jawan Howard. Uh, it, it's just not working, <laughs> Penn. It's not working, Penn. It's just not. Um, you got players that are fake sick. Uh, and then once they're done being fake sick, they come and play. You brought in. Uh, what you thought would be a good player in Tomlin, which I, I, I honestly, I was on your side. I thought he'd be a good player too. It did nothing but ruin the uh, chemistry of this team. 
and you got a point guard that goes by jelly that a 25 year old point guard that goes by jelly and he subtweets our team and he gets benched for d2 transfers uh, I just I I don't know if you recognize Penny that you're actually a good defensive coach, but I don't think you do the most to get players that check and play your style of ball. So I thank you. Your jersey's in the rafters, but your job is in the trash. Goodbye. Okay. I think that one happens. I don't think there's much else to say on that. I think that one's. I think we're headed to a cra- uh, a crash there for both Jawan and Penny. Okay, two left on my list. Uh, Arkansas, Eric Musselman. I got to take my shirt off and get rid of Muss. Uh, yeah, Bus, bring it on in. Close the door behind you as well. Uh, Muss, it's just, it's just not working out for me, man. Just the – I understand the March success. I understand what is going on. But I want to be – the person that leaves you before you leave us. And that might get some backlash, but I don't want to be the person that's dumped. So before you dump us, I'm going to dump you. I'm shocked you're firing Musk. I thought you were a Musk guy. I am a Musk guy. I think Musk should stay, but I think this is what uh, AD of Arkansas would do. So you're like a big... Like you sense something coming to an end and you're going to beat the other party to the punch. Oh, my brother. If I have any inkling that you're trying to end sleepers, I promise you on everything I love, I'm going to find a way to end it before you end it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. If you ain't first, you're last when it comes to ending things. Yeah. I, uh, I'm assuming like through petty relationships or relationships in the years, you probably did more of the breaking up. Uh, I've only been actually, I don't know how many times. Actually, no. I think I'm down all time series and like I've been getting dumped. That's the thing. Like I got dumped in high school like two or three times and I should have seen it coming way before and I should have got ahead of it and I didn't. That's why I take that approach now. So well, I'm down all time. Three one is crazy. <laughs> like winning a game is ending a relationship. I was, I was saying I I got dumped like three times in high school, and then the one time I wasn't dumped, it's it was with my wife, and I won, so I'm three and one all time. I pray, uh, <laughs> I pray you never even that series out, my friend. That's insane. I don't want. I don't want to. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay with you. It's insane. Final one. Why is that insane? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Kyle Neptune Villanova. Hello? Hey, Jay, are you with uh, Kyle right now? No. What's up? Yeah, so I was wondering if you could relay something for me. I'm not sure where he's at or what he's doing right now. Uh, miss you, by the way. How's the family? Oh, family's great. Yeah, all is good. I've been at the beach. Yeah, you've been, I mean, been doing great stuff on CBS, by the way. Did I mention I miss you? Um, Sorry, let me focus here. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, 
you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be letting Kyle go here shortly uh, when I can get a hold of him. Would you be willing to come back? You can't let Kyle go. Why not? He just needs a little more time. Trust me. I, I trust you with my life, Jay, but the guy stinks, man. He just needs a little more time. Like it, it, It's going to take time. It takes time. Hey, he wears a turtleneck, man. A turtleneck. He looks damn good in the turtleneck. Not when you're losing. I gave him so much money to get this team. He wanted Tyler Burton. I got him, Tyler Burton. So how much money are we talking? Name a price, my brother. You just bring that suit and that well-kept hair and that go-get-it attitude. This program's back to being yours. So here's the problem. I just got off the phone with Kentucky. Oh, God. That's double-crossing son of a bitch at Kentucky. He told me he wouldn't call you. You're going to have to keep Kyle. Go Cats. Kyle Neptune's fired, by the way, if you were wondering. He's fired anyway. He's <laughs> fired. Okay, so in this exercise, you fired six of our seven coaches. <laughs> and the only I, one I, I, I had to make up for doing the, the bracketology part too mathematically correct. I had, to, I had to go off the rails in this exercise. The only one you didn't fire is Mike Woodson. <laughs> like, what? And I actually like the logic of that one, but that's insane. All right, good job, Cart. Uh, you get actor of the year for that. That was a great performance. Uh, kudos, congratulations. Let's get to one big thing presented by Big B. What do you got today? Mm. You know, I wanted to do a product very badly today, but I don't really have a product that's worth endorsing. Cause I don't just I just don't do uh any products. So I think I'll go with this. One of the more underrated things. Mainly when the weather is nice. And I've realized this recently. Walks slap. Walks are underrated. I love going for walks when it's nice out. And mainly on my walks, I like having a destination. Like if we're walking to get like a beer on a patio, like that's great. But I've learned to enjoy just a nice, nice little walk. Grab the dog, grab the wife, take a nice walk, go see some things. You know, just walk around the neighborhood, see houses. If you can get out more and walk the rest of the year, I highly recommend it. I haven't gone on a solo walk before, but I'm probably going to give that a go one time too. See what that's like. Solo walk is a little different, like without a dog, even just like yeah, a- without a dog, like just a solo, like maybe throwing some headphones and just going to walk. See, I, I like doing that at the gym after whatever my workout is, just like a decompress 10, 15 minute walk. I like yeah. that. So I, I've done that, but I haven't done like a, I left my house. Like I'm just gonna go for a walk. Yeah, just like a solo neighborhood walk is crazy. Okay, I'm giving that a go. I'm gonna find out if it's crazy or not. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Uh, yeah, walking. I like walking. I'm good with that. Uh, one. Hmm. I don't have one. You want to? Do you want to do two big things today? <laughs> you sure. Um.
Okay, here, here's my second big thing. Here's my, sec- here's, my sec- here's, my sec- here's my second thing. And it's not even that cool and or big. <laughs> um, The way Cam Newton types annoys the shit out of me. That's this it. Is, you are so special. The fact that you did not have that prepared and just had that in five seconds is incredible. It, it's a, it's a, have you noticed it? How annoying it is? Uh, yeah, of course. I yeah. just, I can't I, believe you're thinking about that right now. Well, cause it, I, I thought it was a bit, but it's like, maybe that's how you feel when I do my slipper flip bit. The slipper like, flip stinks. It stinks. I, yeah. But like, that's how I feel about Cam Newton typing. And he just continues to type like that. He's like 34. you're 30 doing a slipper flip damn i still don't get speaking of bits i don't get why you're in a winter jacket over a wife beater a white beater (laughs) i don't understand this at all i guess we're back tomorrow on the sleeper podcast unless carter fires me without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.